<laughs> are we recording? <laughs> Little does everyone know that we already recorded four versions of this intro. <laughs> now we're doing it again. Um, we didn't resolve the question. <laughs> what was the question? What are what we doing? What episode number is this? Episode two. No, I thought it's not episode two. But then how are we going to have our hundredth episode someday if we just keep starting over? Oh, I see what you're saying. So technically this should, but now it's second season. It is season two, but it's episode 25. But then do we count the bonus episodes as episode numbers? No, no, we don't. So we had 22 episodes in season one. Oh. And then there were two bonus episodes. Okay. So then, then we had this an episode, is episode. So this is 24. episode twenty-four. Okay, that's because so if we just confusing, if we start over, I know. Then we have to. Then, then we lost can't ever have episodes. like a. <gasps> that makes me feel like we shouldn't have made a second season. That we should have just kept going. No, I see what you're saying though. Mm-hmm. It can be season two, mm-hmm. and season two just starts with episode twenty-three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Okay, so we'll remember that. For when we... Or we'll just celebrate our 50th episode over and over and over again <laughs> at the end of every year. Did I say episode one in the last recording? I have no fucking idea. I think I said it was just the first episode, first episode. of season two. All right. No one cares. No one cares. Literally no one cares. No. Five people have stopped <laughs> listening to this <laughs> right now because it's so boring. Um do we need to reintroduce ourselves? Because if we cut the beginning where we did introduce ourselves, I kind of don't want to cut it. You don't want to cut that and then keep my slamming the mic in. You want to keep all of it. I that? don't think it worked. Oh, I don't what know. What if it did work and we have to cut it? We should say, we should say our names again. Okay. Cause we, this will make up for the fact I that think we, we said our names twice. Oh, we did. Shit. I don't know. No. Cause we, um, this will make up for the fact that we didn't say our names until the very end of okay. the last episode. We've we've built this up to the point that now we should like say fake names. <laughs> <laughs> what would your name be if oh, you wanted shit. to change? If I changed it? my name, I've never thought about this. So I don't I've have never an either. Answer. Hmm. I, there's a lot of names that I wouldn't want my name to be, but I won't say those because they'll probably <laughs> offend people. Like there's several women's names that I'm just like, oh god, thank god my name isn't that. Mm. But I'm not going to say any of All I can think of, of is an episode of 30 Rock where um, <laughs> Sari is talking about the names for her kids. And yes. one of them is Bookcase. <laughs> of all of the like I love comedic made up baby names, I think Bookcase is number one. Oh, she's hilarious. <laughs> That's like one of the best characters mm-hmm. because it's so real. She's so real. Like you don't think of her as being a character on 30 Rock. You think of her as being yeah. a real person. Yeah. That they just like, that's on set when they're filming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Bookcase. My name wouldn't be Bookcase. Hmm. I used to really not like Emily because I felt like everyone's name was Emily. When I went to college, when I was in college, our our school, the school I went to had grand total out of four classes 1200 students okay so the teeny tiny school and went by the time i was a senior there were like 19 emily's i mean i have three emily's that i talk to on a regular basis yeah and so i like i have to um use everyone's last name everyone that's kind of in the same age group like there's a very there's a chunk of time there like late very end of the 70s 
and a good portion of the 80s where Emily was the number one girl baby name for like nine years in a row. Yeah, I, I believe it. And so it's a very popular name, but I tend to now not think of it as like, because yeah, I do know, I actually do know several Emilys. Mm-hmm. Um, But it doesn't, I kind of don't, I guess maybe. I think if I, I met someone now. else whose name was Emily at this point and you'd they be like, like I have too to many friends, of you. Like, I'm at my capacity. I'm at my level. Of we cannot add a fourth Emily. <laughs> I'm going to have to call mix. you Joanne. Yeah, I've changed her name. There's. That's awesome. Um, well, in college, when we there were like six of us that were friends that were like in the kind of the same general group of friends that were all named Emily, and we all had, we all had to have nicknames. None of us were called Emily. Um, Steve always tells the story like he had a group of friends who, and you know, dudes call each other by their last names. Yeah, yeah. A At lot of us point, were our last like, names. They didn't even realize that all of their first names were Steve because <laughs> they were like introducing to new yeah. people as their yeah. other name. Yeah, that's funny. Um, I was just Martin for a long time. I and then friend, people call me Hama call a lot. Me like Starbuck. a lot in college, they call me Hama. A lot of friends that call me Starbuck. And then the, one of the Emilys was E. One of the mm. Emilys was Emma. One of the Emily. There were several. Three or four of the Emilys were just their last name. I was just okay. my last name. Um. It's funny that I, don't, I can't think of a a name I would change because I change other people's names all the time. <laughs> Like, if I don't like their name or if something else comes up. <laughs> like, like my neighbor's name is now I don't know my Richard. neighbor's names. I've given You've them You've just names. given them names. Yeah. Yeah. The nosy woman upstairs, Kathy Bates. I don't know what her name is. You just call her Kathy. We call her Kathy Bates. That's adorable. Her name's not Kathy. I don't know what it is. But I don't trust tend me. I give people actual names. It I should tend be to Kathy give people, Bates. like, insult names. <clears throat> Oh yeah, this is an if insult. I'm, but the, if I, I, name, I'm meaning Kathy Bates from Misery. Well, but if I'm naming them specifically based off of, I'm not gonna give them like a person's name or a character's name. I'm gonna give the, I'm gonna be like, you know, dickhead. <laughs> 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 and then if I call that person that enough, then Josh is just like, no, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, I usually I'm the one who does it, and then uh. Then Steve picks up on it, and then now it's a thing. Yeah. I wonder if anybody calls me a weird name. That'd be fun. Huh. There's there's a couple people like show of hands related that that do that have called me Emma. Oh. Oh my and god! I just thought of one, but I don't think I should say it on the podcast <laughs> in case someone. And else then I knows. kind of like part of me doesn't care, and then the other part of me is like, what if they think that's my name? And I'm not correcting them. I'm really shocked that you wouldn't just go Emily. I don't. Huh. Huh. And there's two, there are two specific people unrelated to each other. Do you think they listen to this and they'll figure it out now? Oh. Hey, one, what other one, things do we want? One of them <laughs> like might. One of them. Actually, now that I'm saying it, one of them might. Well, now might, you know. So my and name it's is gonna Emily. going to be okay. No one's offended me by calling me not Emily. I yeah. don't care. Yeah. There's been a few people who will call me something else and then immediately be like, oh, my God, is that am I am I allowed to call you that? Like, they'll call me M. Mm. And they're like, is that OK? And I'm like, I don't care. I've thought about accidentally calling you that. Because <laughs> um, I know that some people yeah. are really like some people are really like some people get upset when you nickname them without oh, their okay. permission. Mm-hmm. But I'm not one of those people. I don't care. But Emma seems like a different name to me. I don't want anyone M, to get M. M. Yeah. 
Well, M is just short. Yeah. Hmm. What are well, we talking about? We were talking about. We we're just talking about names for a half an hour. We're gonna talk about names. Hmm. Well, so what are we actually supposed to talk about? Is that what you? Do you have any feelings you want to? I'm gonna go with bookcase. You go with bookcase. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, if I was going to actually change my name mm-hmm. because it was like, okay, we're, this is what we're doing. We're changing our names. Mm-hmm. Of course I would go with something insane. Mm-hmm. Like it would have to not be a name. It would have to be like bookcase. It'd have to be like, my name is now chartreuse or something. <laughs> like Although that. that's probably a bunch of people's names. <laughs> oh no. Right. Um, I mean, color names are popular oh, yeah. for sure. For sure. Some of them are like normal and though. people call like her Violet's Chartree. a normal name. Her nickname's Char. Char is a good nickname. Char is a good nickname. One of my printers is named Char. Charlotte. Charlotte. Full name Charlotte. Yeah. Um, uh, So this episode is supposed to be... I like how we're both like lounging. It's because I it feel like helps I could me fall, keep the I microphone could literally fall here. asleep right this now. This is a better position than our old one. Normally, we are like all worried about where the mic is. And now we're just like, I could get in a blanket and just like perch this up next to my face. Yeah. And not move and just like close my eyes and just we, talk. Maybe we should be enclosed in a blanket. There, some of the, I got a blanket. There's one right behind you. Um, get a blanket. For like uh, reducing. We should get those noise. gravity blankets that that weigh 20 pounds that like press on you. And I saw apparently the ads fix for headaches. them on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Like That's it's funny neat. seeing the I wish comments they were so of, ugly though. Oh yeah, they're really ugly. The comments for them are hilarious. Like people I get don't often you should look, look at, at the, the comments. comments the comments for, for that one are hilarious because there it's it's a combination. It's a very split argument between the people who are like this is amazing, it changed my life, and then there's a bunch of people where they are angry at the existence of this blanket. Like hmm. they're just like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever. And it's like, calm down. It's a blanket. It's okay. You don't have to like it. Hmm. You don't have to buy it. You don't have to look at it. You can actually tell Instagram to never show it to you again, but they, they went so far as to make a com- leave comments about how terrible an idea it is to have a gravity blanket. You know what? I've decided that um, the opinions of anyone who leaves comments on the internet invalid. doesn't matter. No, of course yeah. not. Also, anyone who writes random articles complaining about shit yes. doesn't matter. No. Like, I'll see people complaining about something that's happened like in the media or whatever like just complaining about it on the internet and then i'll talk to my actual friends and no one gives a shit about it because we're not the people that put things on the internet it is weird there is this whole culture of people where like a lot of people get like that's how they boost their self-esteem is that the right way to say it like i feel like there's something about putting your shit out into the world that makes you feel like you exist isn't that kind of like what we're doing now though for sure we're like we've been having breakfast together for two years and and it's a damn shame no one's listened to it (laughs) (laughs) you know what would make this better if everyone else could enjoy how great we are (laughs) The only thing better than enjoying our time together as two individual people would be as if the whole world had access to it at I'm any sure time. Some people think that, but honestly, the point of the podcast was that we wanted to have this accountability meeting with other people yeah. 
and it's just not fucking possible. Right. So let's pretend we're all in a room together. Yeah. And that's why you should email us more. Well, and <laughs> so we'll stop talking about these or, stupid you, things. You know, be in the group, the Facebook group, which is awesome. I, but there is, I mean, even though, yes, we obviously are, we are obviously falling victim to the very same thing, but that's what creates that world of like, and I always think about that cartoon that I sent you the link to the, the cartoon mm, from the mm-hmm. current TV yeah, we watched that. where it's just like, you're just shouting your shit into the ether and, mm-hmm. and like your imagination of what people are rea- like it, if it falls on deaf ears or if a million people hear it, you feel the same way. Mm-hmm. Like you got it, you let it out there. And you can imagine, you're just imagining, like, well, a bunch of people are looking at this and, you know, like, seeing it. And, like, that's why people want likes and comments because then that validates more reality of those numbers. Like, if you see 800 people liking a picture, you know that 800 people saw it. Whereas 800 people might see my picture, but only 23 liked it. And now mm-hmm. I have no proof of how many people saw it. Sure. And, but it's all that like fake validation of mm-hmm. like, if even though my opinion is dumb and I'm probably saying things that I would never, like people say shit in comments that you would never say out loud. You would never say to another person. You would never speak those words out loud with another person present ever. But you're more than willing to put them all over the internet and feel like no one I've never done that. I've never done it either. It just seems I mean I have the thought, I have the reaction sure. of something or I'm like I want to tell that person to fuck off, mm-hmm. but then you're like I'm not going to write you that like, on there. Or you like screenshot it and send it to a friend yes. with your comment. Yes. And be like something like, like that. It's just funny the people You did that, that to me. I did. Recently. I do that to you all the time. <laughs> or I'm like this isn't my life. Here's a picture. But guess what? I'm not going to comment on that picture no, person's picture and be like, like, I'm so thankful this isn't my life, you shithead. Like, I'm not like, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. What's the point of that? But I sure did think it. And mm. I definitely said it to Michelle. <laughs> it's weird, though. I think it's a weird, like, it's a weird world we live in. I always think about how different I would be as a person if this, the shit that exists now had existed, like, when I was in college. Oh, yeah terrifies me Mm -hmm. to think that that like there are people in college right now or in high school or children that like live in this world where this is all fine normal like they didn't even have a chance to develop normally right um i mean i feel bad because they're putting themselves out there as not fully formed people yet yes and they're going to say infinitely more things they're going to regret later than we and are it's like, all I've, documented i've regretted maybe 25 percent of the shit that i've said on this podcast <laughs> that's not too bad it's not too bad but had i done this 10 years ago i think i'd regret well, all i of think it. that's the most terrifying thing is that all of that shit is permanent even if you oh yeah it's just like it's, it's out there it we can't there. erase this you can't erase right the minute this goes up on the internet it's permanent i'm gonna it's on hundreds of people's computers just even if we shut it down and close down the website and close down everything and stop doing it everything we've already posted on the internet will exist into perpetuity right and like nothing that you or i did 
when we were in college currently exists as a recording like unless well, not as a unless um, we recorded something like on a tape and there's a tape somewhere <laughs> i'm thinking i mean we had this website in college it was an angel fire site oh and my i don't God. remember what it was called you i just think dated it, yourself really hard angel fire <laughs> we, I've, we've said our ages over oh, and over no, again i know that's um, amazing uh but i think it Oh, I want to remember the name of it so bad. I think it 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 was the um. Is this heaven? No, it's Iowa. Quote. Or yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Is that the quote? Something like I that. I didn't actually watch the movie that that's from. No. <laughs> Everyone's yelling. It's some old eighties. We have to keep. Lo- we have to movie. look up stuff. Yeah. Um, I think that some variation of that was the name of the website. And we each had a page on it with a photo of us and dumb stuff. <laughs> That's huh. like the first website ever made. Yeah. <laughs> you just described. <laughs> awesome. um, oh, it's so amazing. It was made with like a combination of Monica's digital camera and my scanner. I love that. I was like the only person who had a scanner. It'd be so weird to be in a world again where there was no internet. It's very scary to think about. I miss the internet as it was in like, you know, from 2000 to 2004. That was a good internet. Yeah. You know, like when Amazon only sold books. (laughs) (laughs) When Amazon couldn't deliver shit to you in an hour. (laughs) There's something uh, my brother was telling me that they'll deliver in like, Five minutes or something in oh, Oakland. Oh yeah, the, like doing? didn't Seamus do that once where he did an Amazon thing and right. they delivered like paper towels to him at Pitchfork? Yeah, I remember it was something. He was at some event and he needed. He's stuff. like, I need water bottles and paper towels yeah. and eight bags of rubber bands. And, and I like, thought of that, <laughs> but this thing they're doing as like a test run in Oakland is like faster. That's terrifying. Yeah, that makes me uncomfortable. But fine, whatever. I wish. Here's the thing. It'll never be like you're just sitting there saying, I wish I had a coffee in my hand. And then here's a coffee. It'll never be that convenient because you'll need to order like, you're like, if I'm going to get a coffee, then I'm also going to get this and that. Like, also, don't you just want to like walk to a coffee shop or like make your cup of coffee coffee to like materialize in front of me? But then can't you just make yourself a cup of coffee? I don't know. But you can do that now, kind of. Like, you could do Uber Eats and they'll bring you a coffee. I feel like... No? I doesn't hit the minimum order. I don't You'd know. You'd have to also order a Philly steak. It's like... Sure. <laughs> it's like... Oh, this, we're just... We haven't even gotten on topic. That's we, how off hey, topic we are. Intros and outros are 20 minutes. <laughs> 20 minutes we're at right now. Okay. We're, this, we're allowed to ramble as long as we want. Because guess what? This is our fucking podcast. That's right. If you guys don't like this, you start your own podcast where you get to the point. <laughs> I bet you won't have microphones. And I microphone bet you won't stands. have fancy microphones and a mixer. Is that what that is? Yeah. Sweet. It's cute, right? It is. It's Josh's. He's letting us borrow it. But he showed it to me on Sweetwater. Um, and we can buy our very own for only $40. Oh, okay. It's not expensive. So if we start using, if we use this setup like more permanently, I will probably buy us our own mixer so that we can, you know, 
mark all the dials on it to never change. <laughs> so we don't. We just super glue them. We just in have place. like a, yeah, we have little stickers that are like never turn this knob because we don't know what we're doing. Shout out to Sweetwater if anybody's a music nerd, music equipment nerd. Sweetwater is a company in Indiana. That One sells. person just got excited. Oh my God. Sweetwater's the best. We went to, you've seen me post about mm-hmm. there when we went there, right? Mm-hmm. We've gone to their headquarters a couple times. It's in like Fort Wayne, Indiana or outside of Fort Wayne. It's cool. It's the coolest place. They have like a fucking food court inside their building, like office building. And you can go and like demo all these cool instruments and equipment. And like there's a guitar area and a synthesizer area mm. and a mic stand area. And like there was a guy selling plastic trombones the last time we went there. So it's cool. Huh. I like it. I wouldn't think that would work. It was super fun. Um, so this episode is about uh, oh, yeah. like so planning for the year. Yeah. I kind of thought we've talked about this art between us and not I don't think we've necessarily talked about it specifically on mm. the podcast um about the idea of like designing for collections like okay and I usually when I think of that kind of thing I always think of fashion lines that's like the first thing I think of is like when a you know Chanel launches their spring collection mm. like that's kind of where I think that's where my mind goes to okay as like and obviously, I don't know if there's like an origin point of like when, who, which industry did collections first. Oh, I, I don't, don't know. I have no idea. But like the idea of working on a spring collection in, you know, fall of the year before, like, and you'll, I see it I mean, a lot. I think uh, the fashion industry is a at least a solid year, year ahead. ahead. Yeah. Like the minute they've launched. Like people are a working spring on spring of 20, nineteen right yes, now. Yes, exactly. And then you and then you launch it in advance of that season. Like mm-hmm. you you'll like a fashion house will launch a spring summer collection in January, mm-hmm. right? Well, um, I'm trying to remember. Uh, I think that we would buy s- spring in in the fall of the previous year. So that means it had to have been done significantly yeah. before that. Okay. So like in August, they would go to a show and they'd write orders for like um 115, 215, 315 yeah. dates. Stuff like that. And I think that's I think I like and I think different industries obviously have different calendars that they work sure. within. Um but like I've been wanting to, I've never really designed things for Orange Beautiful based on collections. I've only ever just done like, here's a bunch of greeting cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, six of them are thank you cards. Four, four of them are birthday cards. Six of them are rap lyrics. Like I've never, I've never been really organized and thoughtful about here is a collection that design wise goes together looks great together on a shelf sells together the only things i've done are the little subset lines where like i did the the type line Mm. where they were all blue printing on white paper and it was just like a typography design on each card and they were all the same format so i've done like little kind of tastes of that idea but I feel like if I structured all of my product launches 
on a schedule with like intention instead of just like, here's a bunch of new cards, everybody that that kind of would, it seems to me like that would help sell them. Isn't there like a stationary schedule to just there's definitely, there's definitely seems to be like, yeah, if I went and like paid closer attention and again, like we talked about in the last episode, Mm -hmm. there's definitely time periods in the year when it's like, well, this show is coming up Mm. and this is when stores, this is when the majority of stores are ordering holiday. This Mm -hmm. is when the majority of stores are ordering spring. This is when, you know, this is when they're going to order Valentine's. And if you kind of miss that window. So can't you just jump on that schedule? Yeah. And then I think, but then I also think, shouldn't I be going further than that Mm -hmm. and not necessarily just doing, because those are all very holiday specific. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Like there's definitely holiday December. There's a whole thing of calendars. Like if you want to be someone that makes calendars, that's a whole thing. Mm -hmm. Then Valentine's cards, Mother's Day, Father's Day, graduation, Christmas again. So like there's like those are the bulk ones. But Mm -hmm. then I almost think like I kind of I don't really design too much to holidays. Like I, so many of my cards are not specific in any way. Like they say like you rock and seriously and mm-hmm. shake what your mama gave you. Like they're just general cards. So I wonder if I started designing collections. Like I think about my stuff in relation to how you launch mm-hmm. stuff where it's like, here's the color palette for the next season. Here's the, this collection is going to be, like a lot of this shape or these types of like, I'm going to have a bunch of bracelets in this collection all of a sudden. And that's Mm -hmm. different. Whereas, and I'm kind of thinking, Oh, couldn't I do that? Maybe make one that's like, here's a collection of all thank you cards. And it's getting launched arbitrarily on a date that I made up, but it's mostly because it's like a reason to, to market it. It's like a re instead of just being like, I designed a thank you card the other day. Here's a picture of it. I'm going to add it to the catalog later. Mm. It could be very pointedly like we just designed 12 new thank you cards and they're going to get launched all at once. Or like 12 cards from various like themes that are all gold foiled. Exactly. Exactly. Like aesthetically they all go together or theme thematically they all go together. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've only done ever done little teeny things like I'll do three I did those three rap lyrics all together where they were all ice related so it was vanilla ice ice cube ice tea okay but that was only three if I had done that and really bulked it up I could have done a collection and had it been 12 different rap artists lyrics all launched together all printed the same a bunch of maybe some other products went with it and it's like this blank collection. Well, it's good for promotion. Right. Like, like I feel like that's like kind of keeping people's yeah. attention mm-hmm. is what I feel like. And I think it also might help me as a designer. Like give focus. you deadlines. Give me a focus, yeah. a theme, a deadline, a concentration that isn't just you probably need to design some more thank you cards. You only have six. Mm-hmm. Like I would, I feel like it might creatively make me focus in on like, well, they all have to kind of fit in this category and they all have to look to get good together. I start posting them up on the wall 
and going, how do these talk to each other? Yeah. And then I wonder like, cause I do, I've seen card lines where it's just like, they're just designing whatever comes to their brain. And it's just like a clusterfuck of like, we need 25 happy birthday cards. Here's one with balloons. Here's one with a pattern on it. Here's oh, one that, that has flowers. Here's one that, and you, you look no. at their catalog and you're like, these people have no point of view. Right. Like they're just trying to sell as many cards as they can to as many different types of stores as they can. Well, I see that with, with jewelry people. Well, yeah, Yeah. particularly jewelry people. And I, at the end of the year, I got worried that I'd fallen into the same trap. Um, regardless of me launching collections. Um, Oh my God. I have so many thoughts. It's ridiculous right now. So like (laughs) my brain is going to explode. I've been like good about launching spring, summer, fall holiday yeah um and each collection itself was like themed color wise yeah but um as i was doing events this last year i realized that i couldn't display uh fall and summer together they clashed yeah they went together individually but they didn't look good together yeah and it was frustrating to me and i know better than to do that yeah. Um, so I decided for this year moving forward and maybe permanently with tiny tweaks, yeah. there is a single color palette. Um, and I'm going to start this year with doing monochromatic color launches. Oh, moving okay. Yeah. Forward like 2019, maybe they'll just, the color palette will be mixed up. Yeah. But we're going to start with um introducing the color palette monochromatically this year nice um i've never thought about branding never (laughs) you're 13 we're gonna think about branding (laughs) 13 right yeah yeah um that's how you do it the typical order of creating a business the 13th year you You decide to think about branding yeah but when you say that what do you mean Oh, I've always thought about branding as just being packaging, yeah. logo, shit yeah. like that. Um, thinking about um, creating uh, the actual product and all the imagery that goes with yeah. that product is being consistent to the point where when you see a photo of mine, yeah. you know it's mine. Yeah, I think that that's why all these people that I'm jealous of their success are successful because it's consistent. Yeah. And I, I've always like kind of tried to be different all the time. Yeah. And I was, I was ruining it myself by like constantly changing things up. Yeah. We're going with consistency from now on. Yeah. I think it's, I mean, that is an interesting thing to think about. Cause I think about that too, where I'm like, what, like, how do you move forward with your, like, if you have a set style or like people can, see, I would love for the, I would love the idea of like people seeing my cards on a shelf mm-hmm. with other cards and, and cause there are card lines that I will see a card in a card shop and before I even flip it over to see what the name is on the back, I know 
Who oh, made it. several card lines. Like, let's just use Rifle as an example. Yes. Well, you and can then, spot any of their products a mile away. And to the point where I can spot people who've ripped them off a mile oh, away. Oh, sure. Yeah. Like, I can that see too. something and go, I know that's not Rifle, even oh, though yeah, it clearly yeah. is trying yeah. to look like it's Rifle. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are there are some card companies that like have such a distinct look to them. Mm-hmm. Um that like it's unmistakable it's Mm -hmm. unmistakable who made it it's uh, it's it's you know people try to rip them off more than other people yeah um and it's hard for me to look at my own stuff and feel like it has that strong of a point of view but then i also know that like there are certain things there are certain designs that i will never do like i won't I don't do illustration things. I don't Mm -hmm. do a lot of like graphic or icon stuff. It's like, it's very typography. It's Mm -hmm. it's like even my early stuff had graphics on it. And now I don't, I look at that and I'm like, why do I, why is this here? Like this doesn't fit. Do you have any of those things that you're like, oh, but it's popular and I don't want to get rid of it. There are a few, but then I kind of think what, what made it popular? Like, why was it popular? Was it because of the saying Mm-hmm. Was it because of, was it because of the graphic? Was it because of the color palette it was printed with? Like I try to suss out like why that card was as popular as it was. Mm-hmm. Like that thank you card that we've talked about before mm-hmm. that I, is now down to like the last 50 cards. Mm-hmm. I, I, as much as I'm like, yes, it would be terribly easy to just reprint that exactly as it is, put it back in the catalog and move on and it would sell. The reason why it's sold is because it says thank you. Like and people it sa- needed it. It says thank you. It's white. It's clean. It's kind of scripty, but not so scripty that it's immediately feminine. It's very general. It's a very nice, general thank you card. It's... M- I would say 90% of people bought that to be their wedding thank you card. Oh, wow. And that's why I had to reorder it three times and it's always selling out. And I, now I'm down to 50. Like is because it's just a really good, solidly classic thank you card. Mm -hmm. So like it has a lot of things going for it, but it doesn't mean that that card needs to be reprinted. It means I just need to, design some new thank you cards that have the same characteristics i feel like that concept doesn't work for me ever no no because like um i've been trying to create something that's as popular as the molecule necklace for six years yeah not gonna happen and it doesn't fit in with anything that i'm making now but i there's no way i can discontinue it yeah i'd be killing myself yeah i mean there's some other cards not that aren't that one that even though I would probably look at them and say, this doesn't really fit with what I'm doing now, but they're too, like the ones that are just the grid of text where it's like 20 different words mm. all in a grid. And it's like mm. nine or nine or 10 different typography styles all mixed together. I have, I think I have three of those. And then there's a couple of print designs that are those. And like I look at them now and I'm like, oh, this is like design 101 and I I like I I I as a designer kind of hate them. Okay. But I also can stand back from them objectively and go, no, these are really good designs. Like they are solidly good. 
they're general enough that they appeal to a wider group of people. And they're ones that, yes, if I was wiping the slate clean, I probably wouldn't. Like, I'm not going to continue to make more cards that look like those. Mm. But I'm not going to get rid of those because right. they sell really well. Okay. I have, yeah, I have a bunch and of things like that. Like, I, you know, those are ones that I kind of feel more, I don't know, they, they don't feel like as much of a, like, oh, I'm just selling out if I keep reprinting these. Like, they, they still fit more with the style of what I'm doing than, like, that thank you card does. Okay. Um, but I also, there's part of me that always is like, what if I just jumped ship and did some line of stuff that's totally bonkers and, like, has no, like doesn't look like anything I'm doing right now? Do you want to do that? Yeah. Oh, okay. And so I kind of think, like, oh, well, collections kind of gives me a pass on that because then I can design a collection mm -hmm. and not really commit to it in a way. Like, I don't have to be like, all right, this is in the new catalog. This is part of my line. I'm printing thousands of these and they're going to be part of my permanent group of cards that I sell. I, c I could just start doing some things where it's like, you know what? I'm going to print a hundred of each of these. As long as you're like, okay with seeing that collection next to another collection in your catalog. Right. Or in a display. Right. At or at event. a show. Yeah. 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 Well, and I think that's the thing is like, if I can trust myself as a designer to know that like, I'm incapable of designing something that doesn't fit with my other designs. See, I'm totally capable of doing that. I don't think that I, I think that I would, because of when I'm doing work for clients, there are times when I do work for clients where they ask me for something that is entirely not my style and entirely not something I would ever design mm -hmm. for myself, but they love it and they asked for it and they like it that way. And that's the whole point of custom work is that you're not buying a template. That's why I don't do custom work. Right. None. And I'm so I think asked a lot and oh, I yeah? feel like people think that I'm like angry or something when I say no, <laughs> I'm like, but I, I God, can't, no, I honestly, I can't make something that I didn't want to make. Well, and see, that's the thing is like, I think that I think that when I'm designing stuff for my, for my collection, it's like this, free pass to be like oh I don't have to I don't have to get anybody's input on this I'm literally going to design something that I personally like and is my style mm -hmm. and I look at and feel real proud of it where mm -hmm. I'm like oh I designed that that's good like there's time I mean there's shit that I design where and it's usually the thing that like ends up not selling very well and then you get sad about it. Yep. Where you're like, why is this not the top seller? Why is this dumb thing that I spent no time on the top seller and this thing that I love more than anything is like mediocre seller. That is every single collection for yeah, me. Yeah. It's terrible. But it doesn't stop you from making those things that you love making. No, not really. So, I feel like when I do when I do sit down to design stuff, like I sometimes try to do things where I'm like, I know this would sell really well. I know people like swirly shit. I know people like flowers. I know people like birds on things, but like, I can't do it. Mm -hmm. I can't do it even though I know it would sell well. And so I do feel like I would just do, I would only be able to make collections of stuff where like, yeah, I would be super happy to be like, here's this awesome line that I just did sitting next to this other line that I have. 
and to me they totally make sense together even though they're very different like i would hope that you would there's still some sense of like oh the same person clearly designed both of these things mm. i mean oh i keep thinking as you're um describing that i keep thinking about this one necklace um the tiny hexagons necklace mm-hmm. which is just three of these hexagon beads on chain <laughs> which i made originally a long time ago like yeah. back when i didn't even know how to solder yeah. right yeah. um so at a certain point i got rid of it because i'm like any idiot can make this yeah necklace. you're like this is this beyond is so me dumb. yeah i'm b- or i'm beyond this and yeah. i got rid of it for a few years um and then after several people emailed me and asked you were like if, fine yeah so i like put it back on my retail thing not on etsy because i'm sure that eight million people make that necklace on etsy yeah um and then added it to my wholesale and started giving it to consignment stores again yeah and it's one of those everybody loves it yeah (laughs) and i'm in and you hate it i'm embarrassed by it but isn't that fun i mean that's kind of that's kind of how it goes. Like but that's. I, it's not like I just came up with it now. Like right. I could not bring myself to make something like that now. Right. New. Yeah. Um. There are plenty of things that I could do like that. Yeah. Um. And I won't. I have to just remember that I did this a long time ago. It's an old design. Yeah. That just happens to keep selling. Yeah. I have. I mean, I have. I have a couple that are like that where it's just like I think well the get your shit together is the main one okay because that I made that as my it was my desktop wallpaper for my computer at in my studio like that I I literally made it for myself because I was bored and I was like I need and I had written get your shit together on a post-it note and put Mm -hmm. it on my computer and I'm like I'm a fucking designer I can I don't need to write shit on a post-it note Mm -hmm. I should make something cool and put it on my desktop so that I see it every day and it's beautiful and it's colorful and it looks cool. And I think it took me, uh, no one listening that's bought this 20 minutes to design. I bought it. Michelle bought it. Everybody (laughs) bought it. Everybody listening to this probably is looking at a get your shit together print on their wall right now. But it was made, it was made entirely for myself and it was on my desktop and in no other form for like maybe six months and like two or three people saw it on my desktop, like clients that came in or like friends that were in my studio or whatever, just like saw it and were like, where's that? What's that? Where's that from? Like, what's that? Where did you get that? I'm like, well, I made it. It's not. And they're like, well, what is it printed on? Like, why is it not a card? Why is it not a print? And I thought, okay, good point. You caught, you got me. And so I printed like 10 and brought them to a show and sold all of them and then thought, okay, if I'm doing this and it was, it's entirely different than anything I had designed yeah, at with the that time. Background. It's got a graphic yeah. background. It's a totally different typeface than I'd ever used on anything at that point. And so it felt very not me and mm. felt very like experimental, which is why I didn't immediately go, well, this is a product. I was just like, no, this is for my desktop. It's fine. And then once they sold out, I was like, okay, well, this has to be a line of, I'm going to make a collection of these. Like, let's make Mm. four more that say other motivationally things. 
but the get your shit together one of the of the four mm. is far and away the most popular and now they've become greeting cards i made them as gift tags for a while i feel like you should make it as a like free downloadable desktop you know background thing i could do that people do that now right i know the free downloads are a big i've never done that because i'm i that makes me feel like i'm literally handing over copyrighted stuff to people to let them do whatever they want with why do people still do that i don't know i don't know it makes Mm. me nervous because i'm like people rip off my shit without me giving them the actual file yeah why would i give them the actual file Hmm. so i've never done that I I could see doing different designs. Okay. And saying here, which I do think most, I think bigger designers design things specifically to be a download. Yeah. And that's not one of their products. I guess you, I don't know what, there's an idea in there somewhere about like telling, being able to tell the story of how that design came about. Yeah. Um, and giving someone a, desktop thing a downloadable desktop but also selling a product yeah there's something in there yeah um and the story is good i think the story is good yeah mm-hmm. but i feel like a lot of my i feel like if i went through and said what's the background behind your f- top five mm-hmm. selling designs not one of them is I sat down and designed a line for months and months and then launched it. And now that's the most popular item. Not Mm -hmm. one of them. They're all somewhat accidental in their success. Well, well, and because I feel like most things don't have a great story that you have to focus on the ones that do. Yeah. Because like, God, everything doesn't need to have a fucking, I was inspired by this I went on a trip to Japan and and now I feel like this. Yeah. No, it doesn't all have to. Yeah. It can literally be like I was bored one day and I made this. However, those, those stories do, um, keep your customers interest. Yes. Well, and I think there's something to be said about designs, products that you make that may not sell well individually, but, but create, the group of what sure. you're selling. Like, I always have I think, those things. I think about that all the time where mm-hmm. I'm like, if, if I got rid of that, even though that, like if I got rid of the other three motivate prints because they don't sell as well, mm-hmm. it would actually affect the sales of the get your shit together print because it's, it's the idea. It's almost like the idea of choosing the one that fits to you. And it just happens that guess what? 95% of people want the one that says, get your shit together. Mm-hmm. But the other ones sell enough that it's not like I'm, I'm not losing money by having them or making them. And so there's, I, I, re, I try to remember that when I'm designing as long as new it's cards. Concise enough. Yeah. Like things, the things in a whole collection if they weren't there, the one thing by itself wouldn't sell as well. It right. it needs the other things to complement it and make you look at a group and pick one based on whatever you're, you know, that customer is going to go, ooh, I like all of these, but I really like this one. It's like you need that comparison yeah. to make you realize what you like about the one you like. And then that's the thing that maybe makes you buy it. 
So there's shit like that where I'm like, I couldn't have just made that get your shit together print and have it be a standalone thing that looks like nothing else in my line. Mm-hmm. It would feel random and like an afterthought and kind of weird, but it's part of a collection and there's other ones and like it's, there's the one. And then there's cards and prints and blah, blah, blah. Like it's almost like bulking up that one thing with other stuff that you know they're not all going to sell equally well. Mm-hmm. There's going to be one or two in a group that's going to stick out and, like, you know, be the star. Yeah. But when you're designing it, you don't know what that is. You don't You don't know which one's going to hit people in the right way. No. It's it's never what you think it's going to be. No, never. And, like, I that's the thing about – Josh has said this to me a lot where he's like, you just design these things and think of things to – like make into prints or make into cards, but like until you actually make them, like you're not gonna know which one. We need to use the like voting function on the Instagram stories more. I oh think. right, where you're right? like, I have these things. People which one do you love like? Voting. Oh, yeah, they totally Who love knew? It. I know it's very weird. No, that's a good point. Like I've done that a couple times. Like before the poll I thing, I need to do it way more. Yeah, I need to do it way more too. Cause then, I mean, think about that. Like if you're just, if you're playing around with stuff, mm. just throw that on there. Be like, I'm, I'm between these two things. Which one do you like? Except for I did that recently. And, and then you had three options. No. Well, <laughs> yeah, it was like you this. You fucked it up by saying this, three that, options. or both. Um, and, and everyone wanted both. It wasn't, it actually wasn't that close, the poll results. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm going to do both anyway. Fuck all Thanks, of you. Guys. I don't care about your opinion. Um. <laughs> Uh, so I actually, this is on topic, um, in, in the middle of a really good exercise, which I haven't exactly had to do for myself before, um, uh, Indigo Fair, who I've mentioned oh, yeah. several times, um, is doing a trade show. Um, I think it's The gift Vegas? show? Oh, no. cool. Well. No? You no? know what? I no? have no idea. Like something. They somewhere. Did, right. I thought it said Las Vegas Market. Oh, okay. And my brain said, oh, is that pool? But they would have said it's pool. If it was yeah, pool. I feel like that might be two separate things. I have no idea. Anyhow. It also could be that pool isn't called pool anymore. I mean, that is kind of a dumb name. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know either. So um, they're they're going to have a booth, right? And they asked if I would send things to put in and the And you booth. were like, hell yeah. Yeah. Um, and because I'm so on this, like, making everything look cohesive, I had to, like, really sit down and... Um, like yeah, edit. think about what you're. Yeah, like them. I needed, and I decided like I want at least two of these colors. Yeah, in everything, like two peach things, two blue things, two green things, two yeah. black things. Um, and um, it went well. Um, also like making sure I had short necklaces, long necklaces, stud earrings. Um, yeah, big Dang earrings. Late, yeah. Um, until I got to. Um, the laurel studs. Yeah. Like I have to have the laurel studs because they're Hell insanely yeah. popular. Everyone loves them. But oh, guess jacket. what? They don't look like anything else. Oh, yeah. Well, Everything c- else is like super straight lines, geometric. And then those look kind of florally. Yep. Yeah, but the color could tie them in if they were the same color well, as I something else. I wasn't going to do the jacket. I was just going to do the regular stud. Oh. And then it becomes a like all metal versus yes. stone thing, and um, I decided to do 
basically all stones except for some of this a couple pairs of studs because there's so much all metal jewelry out yes. there and yeah, i feel like for sure as a buyer you would just like kind of breeze past yeah, that you'd be like eye. seeing that um and it just like having to put you know when you do an event it's your event it's you know like you can do whatever you want yeah you can decide the day before i'm gonna make a yeah bunch of this you shit. can pull a bunch of stuff in the middle of the day <laughs> Not and like, yeah, out. you want everything to look good together, but ultimately, you know, you're the judge. Yeah. This is me sending yeah. something and to hoping, someone else yeah. to display. Yeah. There's extra pressure. Yeah. And you don't know what the rest of the setup is. You don't know where it is in the booth. You mm-hmm. don't know what who's there talking about so it. So I'm like, you know, trying to, I actually pulled pieces and put them together and I'm kicking myself for like just now thinking of shit this way. Like I've always just thought of things as individual collections. Yeah. And um uh you know I'm always rearranging uh the order of items on my website. Yeah. And I can get each collection to look nice, you know? I'm like real satisfied with that. And then I get to the all products page and I'm like this is disgusting. This is an <laughs> awful mess. I hate everything. <laughs> And I, I just go, oh, well. Yeah. Too bad. But That's what it is. What am I going to do about that? And now I'm doing something about it. Yeah. So finally. Yeah. 13. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a teenager now. 13 years later. Yeah. I mean, it is weird. Like, when you start to... I don't know. I, I feel weird about, like... Re... I feel like I'm brand new at this, but then I'm also like, no, I did this a shit ton of years ago, but now I, I realize like stuff's different. Like yep. things are different. Like just because I had 40 wholesale accounts 10 years ago, doesn't mean I know shit about what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Like I, everything's different. And there's certain things that are the same. There's some basic <laughs> principles about like mm-hmm. designing things and launching things and, marketing things and sending stuff to stores like there's some basic straightforward shit that's the same but then I'm also like I think I have to go into it just kind of being like let's see what happens like don't worry about if you're doing things the same as you did or different than you did Mm -hmm. then because it doesn't matter none of that matters like it's well it's what you're doing now just focus on like being better is all I'm and I feel like it's weird because I I do think that some people design products and then are like, I hope these products are good. I hope people like them. I hope they sell well. I don't think like that. I'm like, whatever I design is awesome. (laughs) Like I don't have, I have no, like if I designed it, it, that means it's good. Like I don't have any insecurities about how good of a designer I am or that like if, if it leaves my office, if it goes to the printer, because I've decided it's finished and good and final, mm. then it's good and it's final and it's finished and it's the best. I often like, have, I don't have feelings like that. I, I think I, that's I have, just because of how your process works. Yeah. Because like the way I design things, I'm buying materials before yes. a design exists. Yeah. Cause I work backwards. Right. Yes. And now it's, I hope this fucking sells because I already own all of it and I need to sell it. Yeah. Well, see, so my my anxiety comes with 
I hope I get this to the right people. Mm, mm-hmm. I hope the right people see this because I know that it's not for everybody. This know- is our marketing episode and the Apparently. future that we need oh, to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. We told yeah, completely. I have some ideas about that. Like I feel and I and I do have a very clear feeling about how I felt when I was twenty six launching a line and going to the stationary show and sending shit to stores and how much anxiety I had and how insecure I was about like my capabilities as a designer and is this good enough and does anybody like this and now I don't have I don't have any of those feelings Mm -hmm. like it feels great to be 10 years later 13 years later and be like oh that part of it I got I got Mm -hmm. this I'm not worried about whether or not I'm a good designer anymore because that's fine I'm fine what I am worried about is like the game like the marketing and the making sure I'm visible and making sure I send it to the right people in the right way and that I'm keeping track of accounts and that I'm touching base with people and that I'm restocking people and that I, you know like those are the the businessy shit is the stuff that I'm like mm-hmm. this is what's different now that I need to be aware of and pay attention to like if I design a bunch of stuff people are gonna buy it I don't I'm not worried about that and I know I also don't I don't have the weird feelings of like, why did this thing sell a ton and this didn't sell at all? I can just be like, yeah, that's fine. That one didn't sell. That's okay. I knew that. I knew that there would be. I'm probably going to whine about that for forever. Yeah. (laughs) But like, that's also the difference. I like this one better. That's also the difference between kind of the somewhat throwaway nature of my stuff Uh versus yours. Like if you design and make, you know, a thousand dollars worth of a necklace Mm-hmm. That's very different than me buying a ton of cards where like the card that I spent a bunch of money on that's now the top seller mm-hmm. was paid for at the same time as the card that doesn't sell at all. Yeah. That's all it's all a wash. It all evens out in the grand scheme of things because the the money from this card over here that's really popular paid for all like I was going to get those no matter what. Mm. Like it's all bulk ordering. It's all so like I can think about things in a much I can design a line that has six cards in it and be completely okay with only one of them selling and the other five literally being garbage. Yeah. Like I can be okay with that like as a business owner because the inve- I invested it, I took a risk. It would be the same price for me to print a million of that one card as it would for me to print a million of the six cards. Same price. Hmm. It's actually better Things price. Get trickier when a product like costs $12 to make. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas mine, it's like the more I order, the less they cost. Mm. And even though my price point is way lower than yours, my markup is way higher than yours. Yes. And so mine is all about volume. Mm-hmm. Like mine is like, if well, I can get I'm more this about card, volume than some jewelry designers, yeah, for sure. If I can get fifty stores to buy half of my line, hmm. then I am doing real well. Like I'm, I'm making bank. So then it's just a matter of like getting into the right stores, having good relationships with them, yeah. so that they keep ordering, and that when I put out a new line, they're. I mean, it's the same with you, like. Then you have a relationship with them and they're, they're, they're going to be like, yeah, you made something. I don't even need to see it. Mm-hmm. Bring it, bring the new stuff in. 
and I'll buy it like right now. Um, so on that topic, like with, um, new stuff and notifying, um, your stores about new stuff. Yeah. Um, the past couple of years I've done four, um, collection launches, you know, seasonally. Yeah. And that's worked out fine. And I've probably emailed stores six times a year. Yeah. You know, like the an extra email about holiday deadlines and then probably some other random, hey, I added new stuff that's not part of a collection. Yeah. And that's like not really enough. It's not enough times to be emailing stores. Yeah. So this year we've added Valentine's Day. Yeah. Um, And spring is getting split into spring one and spring two. Yeah. Nice. Um, because that's sort of typical for the fashion industry. Yeah. Anyway, um, I I imagine fall will also get split into fall one and fall two. And uh, I don't know if there's going to be more than that. Uh, we were thinking about Mother's Day, but then, oh, my God, this is a hilarious conversation. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't think I really do Mother's Day because I'm thinking about like my mom and Steve's mom you know, as yes. moms, as the people you're buying mothers, not your for. wife and your sister, who's a mom. And I, and I'm like, Oh shit, Steve, my customers who are my age are moms. Yep. Your customers who are 10 years younger than you are moms. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, my customers are moms. Are all moms. 90% not, of them are probably moms. I'm not thinking about their moms. Right. You're just thinking about they them. They are already. Yeah. Absolutely. The moms. Yeah. For Mother's Day. Yeah. Oh. Oh, shit. And how does that so change here's my the perspective? F- here's the funniest statistic about greeting cards mm-hmm. that I am completely lost on in my business, which is stupid, that Mother's Day is by leaps and bounds the most male that ever moves in the United States it is the mo- it is the most cards that are sent mm. more than any other holiday for any other reason by like 200% over christmas over everything over valentine's day over birthdays as a whole over thank you cards well, as a everyone whole everyone has it is yeah. It is the number, well, which and is why. Because you send it to other moms. Absolutely. There are card lines that are extensive that have multiple cards that are happy Mother's Day from your husband, happy Mother's Day from your sister, happy Mother's Day from your son, happy from Mother's your, Day from your from, daughter, from your mom, happy sending, Mother's Day from yeah. your mother, happy Mother's yeah. Day to you, grandma, happy Mother's Day to my stepmother, happy Mother's Day to this random lady who isn't my mom. But I think of her as my mom. Like there are oh, those so are my favorite cards. Many actually. different versions of what Honorary Mother's Day mom. cards: yeah. new mother, multiple mother, adoptive mother. Like it's insane. Dog, dog mom for real. Cat mom mm-hmm. for real. Like bonkers. How many? And how many? How many Mother's Day designs do you think Orange Beautiful has? One, two, two. I should have. 12 minimum i i love the honorary mom card because i think everyone has a other mother so for sure do something like that so uh, my thought again it's like whenever i think of like okay what is the industry standard what what is the thing that people are demanding what is the trend blah 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 
I always look at it and then go, well, what would be my spin on it? Right. Well, so my spin on Mother's Day cards would be obviously a line of rap lyrics mm-hmm. that include the word mother. Um, so you like, can already, you can already yeah, think yeah, of yeah, yeah. a million things that will come up. Like there's definitely vanilla ice lyrics that have the word mother in them. Mm-hmm. There's definitely hilarious, funny things about mother, mama mm-hmm. that are hip hop. Yeah. That would be nineties hip hop. So that's one, mm-hmm. that's six cards right there. Mm-hmm. And then some, like the ones that, the one that I have that is very popular and actually the ones that I do tend to apply not to mother's day. They don't say happy mother's day, Hmm. which is actually great because then they are sold all the time. A store will buy them and not feel committed to these have to be sold by May 10th or whatever it is. They can put them out before mother's day. And then if they have 12 left, Mm-hmm. Someone will buy them for their mom because it just says something about how I love my mom. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be for Mother's Day. But the one that I have right now is um, "You're an awesome mom and everybody knows it." That's one that. Th- and then I have a ver- and then I have one that says "You're an awesome grandma," "You're an awesome mm-hmm. grandpa," "You're an awesome dad," and everybody knows it. They all are the same design and setup. Mm-hmm. And then the other one says, "Oh, so lucky to have you as my mom." And then there's one that's, oh, so lucky to have you as my dad. And those sell really well because they don't say happy Mother's Day. They're just cute and like whatever. But then I'm like, I just need ones that are just fun, like conversationally, mm-hmm. not stuff like thing if I and, and then but then also have two or three that just are really cool and modern typography that say happy Mother's Day. Yes. I was just going to say um, for the people um who are more like me and don't like to say something like really mushy right. or like or even funny like funny or yeah. It's like, just like you just, just want the real sentiment. straightforward. Yeah. That was always my problem. Um, you know, when I was younger and like handmade cards didn't really exist. Yeah. Like when Hallmark, Hallmark. was your, I'm like, these words would never come out of my mouth. Right. My mom's going to think I'm trying to express something to her that, yes, I, that you're like, not trying I didn't to write express. these words. Yeah. Well, and that's the don't assume thing. they came out of my mouth is like it. Ha- I also try to th- when I'm designing new stuff, I try to think like, OK, when I was a store owner, would I buy this for my store? Because mm-hmm. I'm not just buying things that I like. I'm buying things that I know will sell like. And so you have there has to be some sense of, yes, I like these hip hop funny cards and I'm going to buy those for sure. But then can I get the upsell from that store owner of. Well, I should also throw in a dozen of each of these like general ones mm-hmm. because I'm going to have people come in and go, are these the only Mother's Day cards you have? These rap, dumb rap, rap lyrics, right? <laughs> yeah. So like there needs to be a cute normal one and there needs to be a couple options for that, but they can still be in my style yeah. and still modern typography. They don't have to be swirly script with flowers on it because um, that's not what I do. You have a, or you had a holiday card that said like something happy birthday um it's your birthday no. jesus it's your birthday no it said like something about <laughs> like um i think it just said holiday card on it yeah oh yeah and i, I loved that for a while it. where it was just like it was swirly because it was making fun of it was making fun of holiday cards right yeah. and i don't send out holiday cards but if i did send out holiday cards it would be that one that just says holiday card yeah i I would love to see a version of that for 
every single holiday. Where it's just like Valentine card. Yeah. Mother's Day card. Yeah. Well, maybe that's a line. I like it. Maybe funny. we just came up with that's a line. That's funny to me. It's funny to me too. Well, see, that's <laughs> the thing is like, that's what I'm saying about like designing collections that I'm just like, you know what? I would buy this. And sometimes that's going to fail and sometimes it's going to succeed. I feel like they're... There are definitely dudes that would buy the card that says Valentine's Day card. That's actually like another really funny thing is like I constantly, whenever I'm designing stuff, that's one of the first things I think of. You have to think about the dude dude, that'll buy it. Would a dude buy this and not be embarrassed? I mean, I should be thinking about that too, for God's sake. Absolutely. Maybe this is why we don't like doing women's only things because we're like we're selling to men. We're trying to include even though we in our thought process. Yeah. That's the thing though, is like, I, I mean, I will say from the get go, I have always had men at shows when, when I can stand in, I mean, that's why shows are so great because you can realize who your customers are. And if you sell to stores, you don't necessarily know who, who's buying your stuff. Mm -hmm. But at shows, since day one, I have had, guys come to my come up to my booth without feeling weird without feeling like without and and make the out loud comment to me I love these cards they're not like I love that these aren't girly I love that Mm -hmm. I can buy these I love that like I and or they'll like pick up six and hand them to me and they're like these cards are really great and I'm like thank like and I just want to like make a little list that's like another dude said that my cards were great Mm -hmm. and it's like that's a testament to like the universality of the designs is that my aesthetic isn't girly. It's not cutesy girly. Mm -hmm. And I try really hard to not make it cutesy girly because that's not what I buy when I go out and shop for things. And when I buy other cards from other companies, I, I can appreciate the ones that are cute and frilly and girly and have yeah, flowers. Yeah, but it's not the one you're going to buy. But I won't buy it. Yeah. Because it would seem real disingenuine for somebody to get a card like that from me. They'd be like, who bought this? Did you did you find this? Is this free? Like, where yeah. I, why would you send like, this to me? I think, um, like, florally things are, like, I appreciate them and I think they're pretty. Yes. Like, your initial reaction is like, oh, I like that. But then you're like, but that's like, not the one it. I would pick. Yeah, I wouldn't pick that one. Yeah. And so then I realized, like, I don't have to, I don't have to appeal to everyone. I don't have, like. I don't think you should try to right. appeal to I everyone. I feel like I should, I should, I feel like I design first for myself, where I'm like, would I hang this on my wall? Mm. Do I think this is funny? Do I get it? If I showed it to three other people, would they maybe not get it? Or would they think it's funny? And then. Like, I don't know. And then there's something like, it's kind of indescribable. It's probably the same way with designing the jewelry. Like once it's done and you're like, yep, this is, this is, this is the way it's going to be. Like there's a point where you know that it's finished and know that it's ready Mm -hmm. and you don't know why, like you don't have, like you just, and I mean, that's like with the typography designs, I'll do 14 different versions of something and I ha- and almost always it's one of the first ones that it gets Yeah, picked. I was going to say, if I've tried something so many times. But you have too to do many those. times. Yeah. It's probably not working. Yeah. But it's almost, there's definitely times where like, and I do this with client work too, where like the first three or four stabs at it, one of those is the one that ends yeah. up getting printed. Yeah. But then I'll ultimately do six or seven more. But that, but then looking at those goes, 
you you look at those and go, well, no, that first one was the best one. Like clearly, because here's these other ones and there's something not totally right about them. It makes, it validates your feelings about the first one. Um, The problem I run into, and I'm just now learning how to deal with it, um, is that because I already have the materials, there's yeah. the pressure to use it. To use them, yeah. Um, And I would just force it anyway. Yeah. Because I have it, right? Um, And this happened with the spring collection, which is actually probably the happiest I've been with designing stuff yeah. in a while holiday collection is up there too this last one because i finally have had time to think about things i didn't just yeah, you know yeah. like here's a different color in that um but there is a a stone that i have that we were going to do a 3d um printed um piece like cad designed 3d printed then cast thing yeah. for it um and we ran out of time because that's just um designing something in december yeah is, it doesn't work. Yeah. And it's a long process. Um, the whole 3d thing. Yes. Um, I couldn't knock it out, um, in time. So I had to put it on hold. Yeah. Like part of me was like, okay, you can't do the 3d thing. Let's come up with something else. And right, everything to use was it. just garbage. Yeah. And, but I'm like, it's the stone that goes with this collection. Yeah. And I just had to like step away from it. And it's like that it's it not happening. It's not gonna it's happen. It's not yeah. happening. Yeah. That's and just leave it. And that's hard too, because sometimes yeah, sometimes you have to just walk away from shit that you're I mean, I've had that where I'll I'll work on a design for so long and then it's just like if if it just is burning me out on it. Like and then I just start looking at it and I hate it. And it's just like, you need to walk away from that. And there's things that I'll, co- I'll see in my computer like a year later. And I'm like, this is good. Like, this is re- like, why mm. is this just in this? Comp- like, but it's like, no, you had to, I had to walk away from it. I have little trays like that. Yeah. Too, where you're just like, desk. walk away from it. Yeah. If once, if you hit a wall at some point a year from now, like go look at it again and maybe it'll be like, oh, this is perfect. Or this sparked a new idea. What time are we at? One fifteen. Oh, okay. Um, if I pull this microphone away from my mouth, will will it record what I say? Um, yeah, a little bit. It'll be real quiet. <laughs> Everyone can probably guess what you said. <laughs> it's probably pretty obvious what you said. Um, I do too, so I'm not. Okay. I have no problem with that. <laughs> Whatever. We're old. We have weak bladders. I've had a lot of. We've been words. drinking lots of liquid. We've drank two pots of tea. It's not our fault. Um. Well, no, I think, I don't know. I'm, I'm mostly interested in just the idea of other people, like other outside of the card industry Mm. of other types of products being designed, like how they're designed. Like, are they designed with this like totalitarian, like I'm looking at all of my products as a big one collection and this is my line Mm -hmm. or are people doing stuff? Like I know Mark from Edgewater Candles, like they do like, I thought it was so smart that they were just like bringing 12 cents to a show. Mm-hmm. Like even though he's got 50, he's like, Nope, this is the collection that I've put together. These mm-hmm. smells complement each other. There aren't three that are really similar. Mm-hmm. These two are holiday. Like, and understanding the idea that like, 
if you bring a finite amount of stuff to a show, mm-hmm. it's going to sell better. Yeah. I mean, and that's what I've always done. Yeah. I've always grouped together things that look good and together. And I don't do that I at just, all. I bring everything. After- and I feel like it, it, <laughs> it hurts me. I think that yeah. it becomes too overwhelming for customers. And that's why sometimes I leave the options of sizes of prints I leave at home. And I'm just like, I'm just bringing eight by tens. And then I'm just going to bring these cards and not these other cards. Right. And then, you know, for the people that say, Oh, I thought I was going to see this. It's, it's online. Yeah. It's and on my website. I have that function now where I can send someone the link to buy the thing. Yes. Even though it's not there. Yeah. Um, but I think that's, it just seems like, again, another organized way of both producing new product and marketing new product mm. like it's kind of helping with everyone's attention spans like it helps with your own attention oh, span yeah. because you're just like i'm focused on this this is what i'm designing for this is when i'm launching it and then when you are pushing stuff at stores and customers like every six weeks or whatever mm. it's nice to not just be like here's this shit again remember me it's mm-hmm. like hey there's something new are you excited go take a look at everything again and then those new collections help sell the existing collections. Right. Because then they go look at, you know, like you have a sale yeah. section. It's like, no, maybe that person had no intention of buying anything in the new collection, but now they're on your website and they're like, ooh, a sale? Let me check that out. Yeah. Or, ooh, I didn't even, I'm going to buy these earrings that I didn't know I wanted. Sometimes I get real frustrated when I launch a new collection uh, for wholesale and everybody the store buys the doesn't, old stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, that was a huge failure. But it's like that's kind of I don't know. It all like as long as everything's feeding the business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You kind of have know. to step away and I go. Just, like, I, I don't s- care. I that- want a reaction. Yes, you know, of course. And when the reaction is um, nothing. Well, <laughs> but then maybe that's a thing that you have to. It's a lesson. Focus on like maybe that's a thing where you're like you do a giveaway or you do a poll on Instagram or you do a thing that's like, like everyone that posts a comment about like, which of these four pieces do you like the most post a comment and tag somebody that's a giveaway. Like I have to do the thing, force people to give you their feedback. Yeah. yeah. I was doing this thing. I did it maybe three times last year for the flash sale. I'd like listed a a photo of four things and had people vote to see which one they wanted to be in the flash sale. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah, you should do that more often. I forgot about it. Because then that just gives you like a general, like even if it's 40 people, like if 26 of them all gravitate towards one design, that can just kind of give you an indication of which things are more popular or, oh, people really liked this because of the color of it or people really like... You were telling me the other day, like everybody like was not jiving with the blue. Yeah. Even though like you really like the blue and I obviously really like the blue. And you were like, just doesn't sell as well as the green. Yeah. So, (laughs) um, because I'm, I couldn't just say like, okay, blue's gone forever. Yeah. Green now. Right. Blue and green will exist. Yeah. Equally. Yeah. Cause then it's like, you don't, yeah, you can't, you can't just. Before it was no green, basically, and all blue. And now it's blue and green. I found a way to use both in my color palette for my branding. I even made um, with Adobe Color or whatever. Whatever the hell that is. I made a little color palette strip 
thing and have the um, numbers for the colors. Boom. So when I do stuff. Sounds like a graphic designer. Mm. I just asked Steve if there was like a program <laughs> where I could make a color palette thing. And he said, yeah, it's called this. Boom. Mm-hmm. I can make you a color palette. I should give it to you. Yeah, just give it to me. And I'm probably going to have use. to give it yeah, to you so you postcard. can make my postcard. Yes, you will have to give it to me. <laughs> I mean, if you hadn't given you, it to me. I'm telling you, 13th year is the it year out. that you start doing year. things properly. I'm all grown know. up now. I'm in my, I guess I'm 14th year. Is that right? Are we yeah. one year apart? Yeah, I think so. Good Lord. That's a long time. It's a long time to run a business. Um, it's a shocking long, shockingly long time for me to have not gotten bored with something. Yeah, I th- I think about that a lot. Where I'm like, oh, I'm still doing this, and it's just great. It's like doing fine. I have so many other hobbies that like I pick up once a year. Yeah, like I like, knit Meh. every winter, and then I don't. <laughs> you're like, mm, why am I doing? <laughs> this? I could never have done that for yeah. an actual business. Yeah. Well, um, no, that's good. That means that it's the right thing. I guess so. Hopefully. Yeah, I don't doubt it because yeah. I'm s- not sick of it at no, all. I'm, yeah. So. Well, I yeah. also, I mean, I feel like there's been points where I'm like, I don't know that I've ever been sick of it. There are points when I'm like, is this smart? <laughs> oh, that's a whole nother. Like that, right? Yeah. Like that's the only feelings I have are like, shouldn't I have a real job? It, right. Like, yeah. is is this Am I being an adult here? Like yeah. when things are tough or when things are, you know, drop sales uh. wise or money wise, or like you, you think about people having like 401k plans and like mm-hmm. paid health insurance. And you're just like, am I choosing the right decisions for myself? Um, but other than that, I'm never like, oh, I don't really want to be doing this anymore. Yeah. But and then the when, former and when I is going to happen multiple times a right. year, every yes. year, no matter what. And when I do have those feelings of like, oh, I'm bored. It's just like, okay, well then I need to do something else. You need, um, like I need to design to a new change thing something, or I new need to things. change. Yeah. Like, and sometimes it's just as simple as like, I'm going to just pr- design new business cards. Cause these are the ones I have, oh, okay. I don't like anymore. And then I that makes me feel better. I'll go on <laughs> eBay and look for new materials yeah to or you'll buy with. like a new piece of equipment or you'll like yeah. rearrange your studio or like you'll buy a material that you've never used before or uh-huh. like my thing this year was like i'm gonna come up with some products that i've never made before like i want to i want to do the core of everything is obviously art prints and greeting cards mm-hmm. but then like let's branch out and come up with some things that i haven't done before and see how those go mm-hmm. like do make some notepads or yeah make notepads. A, you know oh do a I was, calendar like, i meant to say this on one of our other uh that you need episodes notepad? no talking about um the products that we like that other people oh, make yeah. and um it's a notepad that um cindy from paper parasol press yeah makes um that um has our get shit done club on oh, it oh yeah i've been using those so for cute. everything yeah. and i've never had like a notepad like yeah. a lined notepad just hanging around and now you love it yes i um write all kinds of lists on yeah. it i need it's my favorite it was thing. another thing that i thought about like the whole designing for yourself thing 
where it's like just as like what do i you wish do that all the time you made yeah. those um file folders oh my god i make shit all the time awesome. and then i'm like this is why would this be a product oh we'll just make it a fucking product <laughs> i mean because i make shit all the time i make journals for myself i make notepads for myself i make cute little um like what you call it um like to-do list things that i put up on a clipboard mm-hmm. like i do that all the time oh and no one ever sees it except me but then i'm like if i just tweak this slightly you should make those fold those file folders i know everybody likes those file folders those wouldn't be hard to make like project management stuff i think is popular right now yeah the problem is the committing to the production of it and making enough of them that it's cost effective i know i know and then knowing that that's a very niche thing that you may not sell a whole lot of like it's it's always a risk like calendars are a risk Mm because they're dated right office supply things are a risk because the markup is way lower than because they Mm -hmm. have so much assembly and Mm -hmm. production that like it's harder to just fly by the seat well, maybe pants. you don't start with that stuff right well yeah. and it's also like yeah i need to get things up and running yeah with the stuff that i know works mm-hmm. but then the goal is towards the end of this year is to have some of those things in the works for 2019 mm-hmm. and i do i mean i've done calendars before and i feel comfortable doing a calendar and knowing that i don't need to order a ton of them for it to be worth it and knowing that it'll be fine and I'll sell them. Um, and that Janu- come January, you make them $5 or yeah. whatever and yeah, just and get, get rid, rid of them of if you need to. Yeah. But I have had several people, I made those perpetual calendars mm-hmm. like one. 10 years ago. And they've kind of like survived weirdly on Pinterest. Like they're all there's pictures of it all over Pinterest that are not my picture. You know, they're Mm -hmm. just like people taking pictures of them or sharing it as like, check out this cool perpetual calendar. Mm -hmm. So I kind of on the regular get weird emails of people who've seen it on Pinterest asking if I still have them. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, I sold out of those in 2009. Like I haven't had them for almost a decade, but they just live on there. And like, I don't, they're not on my website. I don't ever talk about them, but like, I enough I enough get people asking about them that I keep thinking like, well, if I made those again, they would sell. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm thinking about you could do a dated calendar and a perpetual yes. So calendar. I think I would probably do a wall calendar mm-hmm. and and the perpetual calendar, knowing that those things will sell each other. Like mm-hmm. if I just do a calendar and nothing else that's like that it won't sell as well. But if I have the two and then also offer a thing where it's like buy buy a perpetual calendar, get a wall calendar for $5. Like if you do something yeah. where you're like kind of forcing people to buy both that helps as well. But the perpetual calendar as it is aptly titled doesn't go away in January. It's not a thing that becomes unsellable. Could you design like one of those um, like wall calendar things? Oh, that's like, like the year whole really, year on yeah. a sheet. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, totally. And actually those are, I mean, production wise, those are great because it's literally a flat I feel piece like of paper. Not that, because I was looking for one last year, which yeah. you helped me find, but not that many people were making them. No. Side note, turns out I'm not good at using it. So I'm not buying a new one, <laughs> I but I think other people, yeah. I mean, well, everyone, also, there's a thing for everyone. I also can design my own me. version of that. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be like, I definitely feel like 
there are, I've seen ones where I'm like, how does, why would you even buy this? It's not, it doesn't visually, it's not organized the way it should be. So like, I feel like I could. I've had one like that where the months started like, yeah, there's no logical, like it should just be like each column is its own month. Right. But then they stop at different points at the bottom. But if you're a good designer, you can make that, you can work that out. I think what ultimately I want and this is like your nightmare is that (laughs) on like office max giant dry erase thing that's got it's huge you know and each month it is its own thing yes that's actually what I need well and you could probably make I don't have space for it you could make something like that that is you could probably do a pretty good DIY version of something like that yeah someday You'll figure it out. But um but for yeah. now I'm just gonna keep using There's my things planner. like that that I keep thinking like, you know, I need I need to just kind of keep them in my mind as I'm designing stuff. Be like, oh, could this could you know, cause then it's stuff if something is easy to produce in a small number, I'm not I'm not as concerned about like, oh, is the markup huge? Mm-hmm. Cause then it's a good then I can test it without so much risk. I can test it out and just see. And then not be worried at the end, like, if I spent a couple hundred dollars, Mm -hmm. who cares? If I spent thousands of dollars, oh, shit, I need to sell those. Mm -hmm. Like, that needs to be successful. The same thing applies to me. Like, if it's something that's completely hand-constructed, I can make a few of those and see how it goes. Yes. But if it's going to be molded and cast, I have to know You have to know ahead of time. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have to commit to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I'm hoping to do more... The, the the long-term goal is to branch out and have a greater variety of products instead of just mm-hmm. cards and prints. Because I know that that will push my brand and like have stores are more likely to order from me a lot if I have a, a wider spectrum product line. Mm-hmm. Like it's hard for uh, some stores to justify, you know, buying 10 card designs from a company when oh I could be design I could be buying calendars and notepads and folders and mm-hmm. this and the, you I, know see now that's just so different from yeah for me because yeah. so many stores are like I just want to order 10 things and see how it works out like 10 items oh yeah all the time yeah no if somebody ordered 10 items for me I'd be like here's my retail site go over there and mm-hmm. buy that mm-hmm because you can't buy 10 items from me. You have to buy several hundred items from me. With um, Indigo <laughs> Fair, I filled a lot of small orders. Yeah, people test them stuff out. Um, it's fine. Yeah. 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 I have no complaints. Yeah, I feel like there are so, ma- there are so many paper goods lines and card lines all offering the same type of product. It's like, I can buy hollow happy birthday cards from this person. I can buy, you know, and if, if you can sit down with a catalog and go, Oh, I need Valentine's cards, birthday cards, thank you cards, box sets, calendars, this, this, mm-hmm. like if you have this list of categories that you're trying to fill for your store and you look at one catalog and realize you can fill two of those categories and you look at another catalog that's similar, maybe in style mm-hmm. and you can fill nine of those categories you're just gonna buy from that one that has nine categories right i mean you're gonna you're gonna take the other catalog and be like these are cute but it's not 
Like it's almost like a, it's not worth it to order things from this company. Yeah. If they don't have a variety of things for me to carry. That's how no I do with um, buying any supplies. Yes. Like, um, if I'm ordering one thing from there, I is ordering that worth one it? Thing I would like to order place. seven things from there. Yeah. yeah. So I need to get on. And it's, it works with different types of cards. Like obviously if I have a variety of cards, then yes, a card store is going to order, you know, will feel good knowing that they're buying 18 different categories of cards. And I have weird cards that no one else has. Like I have weird, they don't, I don't have any cards that have rap lyrics on it. I'll totally buy those. Those are funny. So like, I just need to bulk, I just need to bulk up in general. I just need to bulk up the variety of stuff that I have, which is easy to do. I just have to do it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think if I compartmentalize things into little collections, mo- mostly it will help then me. Then I'll feel less daunting. Yes. Eventually, I'll just be routine. Yes, absolutely. Um, and that's what I want. I because, want because, like, I can't imagine not yeah. setting launch dates for the whole year. I want right to now. get into that setup yeah. of like, what are you currently designing for this? I'm just, I'm just designing holiday. I'm just designing spring i'm just designed because then Mm. you don't get all scatterbrained and be like you can have a focus instead of feeling like oh i should randomly design some thank you cards oh i'm gonna randomly oh look i thought of a holiday card i'll design one holiday card Mm. right now and then go back to birthday cards like i need i need to be more i think it would help me focus hopefully so we'll see but yeah you're right it needs to start with some launch dates like taking out the calendar and being like, okay, if I'm going to launch these new things, when, when are they launching and how long does it take to get that ready? Mm -hmm. And then we kind of decided that launching before the trade show is good. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like getting, I feel like hitting that mark where people are starting to send their promotional things, like, because they're like, I'm going to be at the show. Mm -hmm. Like, if I'm in that wave of that mail, it, it would be awesome. Cause then I kind of just sneak in under the radar a little bit Yeah. when people are in the mindset of, Oh, I'm going to be spending money. I'm going to be buying new stuff already. So this isn't weird for me to give, to do an opening order with orange beautiful. Yeah. I can throw $250 at this new line that I've never carried before. And I'll just fold that into my trade show budget. Totally awesome. Like instead of hitting them at a weird time when maybe they're like, well, I'm not buying new stuff right now. Mm-hmm. Why would I? I'll put this in a drawer. Yeah. See, my I think that um, people buy accessories like all all year, yeah. like as fill-ins. Yeah. So I don't have quite the same. Yeah. Um, like deadlines. Yeah, I definitely need to like educate myself on like when when people are really buying, like what what the schedule is for the the industry doesn't josh know he does know <laughs> he does know don't you have an industry I do. expert i do uh living but with then you? also i need to realize like i'm i'm a little different than a lot of card companies where like i i would like my stuff to be in stores where there aren't normally cards like i mm-hmm. i like the idea of of being the only card line in a bookstore or being at a florist or being in a jewelry shop where they just need some greeting cards. Sure. Like I want to focus on those little boutiques. And my goal is not to be carried 
in at Target. I, I won't ever do that. I won't. I don't want that. That's not my goal. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want Urban Outfitters coming and being like, we want to sell these six cards for nine months and then never speak to you again. Like, I don't and those, then copy it and then rip it off. So. I think that there's going to be parts of it that won't apply. Oh God, like wonderful. some of that won't apply to me. Like some of the schedule. The time. Don't look at the time. We are, we should wrap yeah. this one up. For yeah. Sure. But yeah, I think, I think in general, my, the new, the new year has made me be like, Oh, let's get real organized. And then that won't make me feel like, Oh my God, I have so many things to design in the next 12 months mm-hmm. if i can be like for these two months i'm gonna do this yeah it helps. and these two months i'm gonna do this and then yeah the marketing stuff falls from that where you're just like oh cool i'm gonna do a newsletter that's about this set of cards and if they want to go to my website and look at everything else cool but this is the you know this will get their attention at least yeah at least for this year design things in in chunks like yeah. spread out I'm trying to get it more like how can you get everything designed like by the end of the second quarter so that you're not designing shit yeah. for the last two quarters. Yeah. You're just everything's designed already. Yes. Yeah. Now you're just in production. And yeah. And that's I think that's mode. a good I mean, that I think that work that should work for everybody, too, because then when you do get towards the end of the year where it's a lot more events and a lot Mm. more holiday and a lot more. Then you're not like, I don't have time to focus on design. Right. You're just like, no, I did that. I did that. And now we're in fulfillment. Yeah. (laughs) We're just fulfilling orders and we're going to events and we're doing marketing and that's it. I'm trying. Well, then I have to get my buying done earlier. Yeah. 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 But then, but then it's nice because then like the holidays happen and they're super busy and then January can feel like this, let's get back into designing. I feel excited. Like you can feel fresh and ready to go. I I did. I had one great week and then the rut. There was one great week in there. Well, the two degree weather probably didn't help with any of that. It doesn't bother me. You're weird. It bothered me. It's too cold. I actually like wanted this, I, to go out. I don't like this either, though. I don't like that it's 60 degrees outside. That's weird. How's it's that January. global warming going? That's exactly Trump. what I said this morning when we walked out to Walk D. And I was like, so there are people that think global warming is fake, right? Because, c- hello. Wait, <laughs> did you hear he tweeted? He's like, it's cold. Record Ugh. holds all over global, global warming. warming. Only an idiotic nine-year-old thinks that I know. that's what that global warming means. That is the weakest argument ever. He also probably has meningitis. So let's, I mean, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, because isn't that a disease where your brain deteriorates? <laughs> isn't that what meningitis is? I think that also years of drug and alcohol abuse will probably do that to you. Done. That applies. Mm-hmm. He, his Stress. He, he is... I think if you look up the word addled, like when mm, people say mm, someone has adult, an addled yeah, brain, yeah, sure. it, that's his yeah. picture is there. Addled. But I just think like, what a, what a we weak We always argument. end up talking about this, don't we? Yeah. We're so weird. Sorry. Oh my God. I can't wait for the day that we're like, remember when we had to talk about Donald Trump? And because he know. was president, like, honestly, and then we'll be you, like, I know, and now he's now he's deteriorating in a prison cell. That's what that'll be the best day. Oh, mm-hmm. poor man! He's just in an orange jumpsuit, and they won't let him comb over his hair. Orange is a good color for it's him. It's so good; it? it'll match yeah. him so well. Yeah. Oh, 
Sorry, Republicans. You know what? If you like are still a fan of Trump, don't listen to this podcast. I don't oh, give yeah. a shit. Fuck I you. I don't give a shit. You're a bad person. Sorry. Let's just say that. You are a bad person. I don't Inclu- think that Republicans are bad people. No. I really don't. If you support but if Trump, you still no, 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 to no. this day, if re- you support Trump, it's I don't not give even a shit if about you, you support him. It's if you don't not support him. Mm. Like, if you don't actively. Yeah think he is a detriment to society Mm -hmm. there's something wrong with you and i don't trust you and i don't want you to listen to this podcast Mm -hmm. and i don't want you to buy things from my company please please yep is that my political statement for the new year (laughs) oh because it's not it's not it's so funny too because that's like the real true test of of a terrible person and not just a terrible politician is like, we've had shitty politicians before that people are on div- both sides. Oh yeah. On both sides that people are divisive about yeah. that these people over here agree he's great. And these people over here think he's terrible, but like no one has ever like, this is like a different level of that. It really is where he's a bad human being. Mm-hmm. He's just a terrible person. And that's, above and beyond being a terrible politician he needs to go it'll happen eventually i mean we know it'll happen eventually yeah but whether or not we have to wait two more years is good lord it does doesn't it feel like it's been like eight years it does it feels like it's been and it's been one i actually i don't know what i was listening to watching something they actually said president trump and i don't think i'd really you were like those words yeah because every no one calls him that they just call him trump Trump. or donald trump yeah isn't that funny yeah but then people but then people very actively are like president obama even because you're spoke because that's the thing is like once you're president you're always your sure, title sure. is yeah. always president right. so like president carter president mm-hmm. bush yep. they'll always be yep, president yep. but like i have heard president obama in the last year more than i have heard president trump mm. which i love because then we can kind of have an imaginary world where he's still president yeah and we can all be happy and there's rainbows and chocolate this is so weird Obama was in my dream the other night Aww. and I don't remember Was he bringing what? you flowers? It was just like some sort of like group discussion <laughs> that he was in. Oh, and you were like, what's up? And I don't B? remember what it was, but like I woke up with warm fuzzies. Oh, you did. You yeah. felt for a moment, you were like, the world isn't a ter-. And then you were yeah. like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's like both really happy and also uh, super yeah. depressing yeah. at the same time. Mm-hmm. Let's not talk about this anymore. All right. We have to, we have to use the restroom. Okay, so the next episode <laughs> that will go up is going to be the one from the. Is that true? Is that right? The next one so. that will go the up next will, be one will be the, for the meetup. The meetup. The live meetup. Okay, mm-hmm. that's exciting. Okay. Um, okay, so y'all know where to find us Pancake Town on all the social media things. Yep. Join the Facebook group if you haven't already. Mm-hmm. Um, send us topics and ideas and thoughts and interview requests to pancake town the podcast at gmail.com yeah um i'd love to do something about marketing and have someone on yeah about marketing good, yeah that would be a I good have someone in mind episode. but oh. if you get to us first yeah then you got dibs yeah yeah so. marketing is a good one especially going into the new year kind of thing like leading up to Oh, and if anybody, again, if anybody's got Valentine's events Mm -hmm. or ideas for, like, events coming up in the next, let's say, two months. I'd like to do an event 
uh, like an event where you like pay a flat fee to be a part of, not give yes, yes, yes. half of my sales to oh, someone. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, so keep that in mind, everybody. <laughs> don't say want to have a trunk show at my needs. store. No, 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 we're not doing that. <laughs> no, 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 we don't want to do that. I'm tired. I think that yeah, we have to move on from the trunk show format because yes, it's not really beneficial for either side, is it? No, I don't know. not usually. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks for listening. We're done. We're done. We both have to pee. All right. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.